housekeeping. W stands for wait, and I can say more about that, but I don't have time. Housekeeping. You say, what a strange thing to talk about as a prelude to Pentecost. Well, look at Acts chapter 1. Look what happens. Let me show you something. Just open your Bible right up there to Acts chapter 1, and look what happens. First of all, in the very beginning of it, Jesus tells them that there is something coming. Just what I've said. He said, this is what you heard from me. For John baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days hence. Baptized with the Holy Spirit, not water. Baptized with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a person. He is the third person of the Godhead, and that doesn't mean he's inferior to the others. It simply is a way that people explain it. He's God. I wish I had a gallon of water here this morning. I wish I had a gallon bucket of water. I would go to each one of you and ask you, what does the word baptize mean? And I would stick my fingers in there and I'd sprinkle a little on you. And when I come to one of you that said, it means to be drenched, I'd go, because that's what it means. It means to be drenched. It don't mean you got a little tinkle on your head. It means you got drenched. Like when you got caught out in a storm or you fell in a creek, you got drenched. You shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit. And going on, he gives instructions. He said, when you are baptized in the Holy Spirit, you're going to become my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, and Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the earth. And then he left. And look in verse number 12. Then they returned to Jerusalem from the mount called Olive, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day's journey away. When they arrived, they went to the room upstairs where they were staying. Peter, John, James, Andrew, uh, all of them. And it says in verse 14, and all were continually united in prayer along with the women including Mary the mother of Jesus and his brothers. Now in those days Peter stood up. Here's the housekeeping. Peter stood up among them about 120 of them and uh, he said brothers the scripture had to be fulfilled that the Holy Spirit through the mouth of David spoke in advance about Judas. Okay prelude. Prelude. Waiting. Housekeeping. Here's the housekeeping. Peter recognizes Judas ain't with them anymore. Where is Judas? Judas hanged himself. Peter's there. Judas betrayed Jesus. Peter denied Jesus. Peter asked forgiveness. He's there. Judas isn't there. Let me tell you something. A spirit of rejection will keep you from coming to God. If you entertain a spirit of rejection and you harbor that thing, it will keep you away from God. Judas felt like he was not good enough. He could never come back. What was Judas' position in the band of disciples? What was his job? He was the treasurer. He was the treasurer. Now, is a treasurer important? In a corporation, if the treasurer is missing, what do you got to do? You got to appoint another one, right? You got to elect another one. I don't know if they made Matthias is the one they chose, whether they made him the treasurer or not. I don't know. But the point here is Peter saw the necessity. Now, whether I'm not going to get into the argument, whether Peter was being was following the leading of the Holy Spirit or he was just presumptuous here. I'm not even going to go there. Some people can debate that. I don't have time this morning. But they chose Matthias. He's doing some housekeeping. Friends, it is necessary to do some housekeeping as a prelude to Pentecost. Some people are not going to be there. They're going to have to be replaced. Some people that are there are not going to play a significant role. This is the way God prepares for Pentecost. Housekeeping. Not only is it in that sense that I just spoke it, not only did they have to replace Judas as treasurer, but what about Jesus? Who was to replace Jesus? Jesus had been the leader of the band. He's gone. 
Who replaced Jesus? He said it. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was to replace Jesus. No man can replace Jesus. The Holy Spirit was to replace Jesus. And how would they spend the next few days? Peter had to outline for them. He had only 120 of the thousands who had followed Jesus. Only 120 of them. Look at this church this morning. At one time I visited this church and it was full. But look how many are here today. There were many people that had said, Lord, Lord, but did not continue after Jesus was crucified. But that 120 did. Why did that 120 continue? Why did that 120 stay there? Because they believed Jesus' words, something's coming, something's coming, something's coming. And they hung in there. Though they knew it could mean their death, persecution, but they hung in there. What was their purpose? They had to identify, why do we go on from here? Jesus is gone. Famous Pastor Joe, blah, blah, is gone. What do we do now? What's the point in going on? Jesus had been taken out, but Peter, James, and John, and the other apostles said, Look, this is all according to plan, God's plan. God is in this thing. You trust God, and you watch what's going to happen. And so they, they held that band of 120 together. Now, we have some housekeeping as a band of believers and as individual believers. Confession and repentance. Are you going to be like Judas, or are you going to be like the apostle Peter? What is your response? Are you going to repent? Are you going to confess and repent? Or are you going to stand up stiff neck and go to hell. Ooh, ah, Jim, you can't say things like that in church. How many of you believe people are going to hell every day? What are we doing to stop it? Tell them the truth. You sin, you don't accept Jesus, you don't live for God, you're going to go to hell. Is that not true? Is there another place they can go? Once they go there, can somebody get them out? It's permanent. I think they need to know in advance, don't you, of the consequences of their sin. Prayer, housekeeping, housekeeping, prayer. They continued in prayer. The apostles kept them praying, praying, praying. Fellowship. They stayed together. They fellowshiped together in spite of the trouble. Study and review. They reviewed the apostles. They, um, rather, they reviewed Jesus' teachings. They reviewed the prophecies. They discussed them. Attendance to worship. You know, this is something that amazed me. Do you realize that after Jesus left, those apostles and that band of 120 continued to go to the temple and worship? Daily, they went to the temple and worshiped. They hung in there. Even though the temple really didn't have that much to offer them because it was under the old covenant, they went anyway. And they hung in there and they stayed together and they were faithful to attend worship. Leadership. They respected Peter and the other apostles and they shook off the past. This was house, This is all housekeeping, church. This is just housekeeping. They let go of things and they let go of those who didn't stick with them and they, they clung together and they bound themselves together in a covenant. Jesus said, something's coming and we're going to hang in here. This is just a prelude to Pentecost. So we're waiting, taking care of business. There you go, housekeeping, taking care of business. Folks, there's just regular, good old common sense business that has to be taken care of. You know, there has to be somebody in the nursery. There has to be somebody doing the uh, cleaning of the church. There has to be somebody leading the worship. There has to be somebody teaching and preaching. Just good old common sense housekeeping stuff has to go on in expecting the outpouring. We've got to continue as Jesus told us to. 